That's us with the big fellas in the studio. We're not trying to be on 106 Settle the Fan Daily right here on the Team 980. What's he coming back with? Oh, he's got food. He's got food. Is that like a mini bagel? What? What is that? It's called, um, I got accosted by Linnell Willingham, by the way, about it as well, after he initially accosted uh, both of us in the studio and I left. Well, good to see him here early today. <laughs> um. I'll leave that one alone. Um, <laughs> it's called. <laughs> I just going to see him here early today. What, it's called you... uh, egg bites, oh. oven baked egg bites. So it's apparently eggs, sausage, bacon, and three cheeses, kind of basically built in, and basically it's like protein did without you, the carbs. Did you get that out of the company market? No, because you you, that your own? as you see, I saved two dollars oh. off at the store. So it was priced at three ninety nine. I saw it at two dollars off, so I got it for one ninety nine. I said, "Well, that might be something we have to try." Uh, coming up, twenty minutes. Uh, that commander's cruise. We'll give you an update on that. Final segment of calls on this. Would you, you give up a number one for Sean Payton? Do you agree, though, with my theory that, like? We keep asking, would you give up a number one? I don't know. I I don't know of maybe maybe there might be five fans that wouldn't give up a number one for Sean Payton. Well, guess what? I've got one on the line. Oh, okay. Because big big big. We just just lost Hassan. Oh no! Come on, Hassan. I was coming to you. All right, Hassan, call back in, and we'll get you immediately. My guy, Hassan in Sykesville. Hassan will call back in. And we'll get you right up. I, just, just sorry. Let's go to Mark in Landover Hills on line six. What's up, Mark? Top of the day to you, gentlemen. What's up, buddy? Cockadoodle do to you, Mark. <laughs> hey, cockadoodle do right back at you, Mister. As far as you guys' question goes, I've been listening for for a while, and I think you got some good comments. And I would definitely have to think about that, but I think that, you know, timing would be important, as it always is, and that would definitely be a big part of it. But he's a very good coach, and it would be interesting with what you and uh, Chris have been talking about, uh, O Minister of Fairness, as far as what uh, he did as far as his teams being successful in their records, as far as their offensive line play, and what the other factors were as far as their health and how they performed and everything statistically, because – he usually does have a good defense, and he usually, from the days of Willie Roof, they've usually had a pretty good offensive line, too, guys. Well, I mean, here's the other thing, too, and I think we get bogged down totally in this control and coach-centric thing, but remember, he did have a good working relationship with Mickey Loomis. So who's to say that he doesn't have someone like that in place here that – that relationship is still in place, and that person is trusted and right. does a good job alongside him. Right. So, you know, That's maybe, you know, maybe, maybe we overestimate how much of the coach centric part and how much uh, Peyton would be making all of the decisions. I'm just saying. That's true. That's true, Pete. I agree with you. But we're back to what you and I and Chris have talked about before. That would be synergy, and any successful team, I would think, would have that. Hell, you know what you we could. Do? You know what we could do, Mark, Pete. We could trade. We, we could have Mickey Loomis act as a secret operative for the Commanders and Jeff Bezos, and we could have him only ask for a sixth round pick back to the <laughs> New Orleans Saints, and then Loomis conducts the draft on behalf of the Saints as their GM. 
and then secretly resigns and parachutes into yes! Command Central. That's what I'm Ooh. talking about, Rooster. And becomes the new yes! the new GM. That's that's something else I've been wanting to talk to you guys about. You know, what about somebody, some dark horse getting the team? That could certainly happen too. I could see that happening. But oh, Minister of Fairness, I've got to ask you this since the season's over, mm-hmm. man. Man, we when you build your house, you got to have a strong foundation. Man, we need an offensive line. Man, who's the best center? Who's the best center coming out of college, Pete? Schmidt. I should go and get a hold of the man in Baltimore, man. You probably know him, Pete, knowing you were or the rooster does. Yeah, he he, he keeps giving it to you, John Jacob Jingleheimer Schmitz. kid from Minnesota. No, Mel, Mel Kiper, you guys can do with it, man. Pete, you guys do a great job on it, man. You know. My son is best friends with Mel Kuyper's daughter's husband. <laughs> so, you know. Wait, 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 wait a second. Wait, let me back up the truck on that one. Your son. My son is best friends with Mel's daughter and her husband. Oh. And has been for years. So, so he knows Mel, so he knows Mel presumably? Yes. Or? yes. Does, yes. D- we need Lyman, Pete, unless which, we can get another Mel Green, buddy. Wait, which son of yours? Cody. So so when when he sees Mel, does Mel go Cody 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 Cody? Cody, look you guys up, man. Do a show with Mel, man. It'd go over big, man. It'd be great. Appreciate you. Thanks, Mark. Appreciate you. Let's go to line four. Jeff's in Vienna. What's up, Jeff? Hey, Chris. On one of your trips home, detour to Vienna and go to Pie Gourmet and grab yourself a chicken pot pie, and you'll thank me later. Pie Gourmet? And grab a slice of coconut cream on your way out, too. All right. So right right next door to Pie Gourmet is our Italian Gourmet, which is every bit the equal of the Italian store in Arlington. And across the street is our British pub, Hawk and Griffin, where you can go and get an unbelievable shepherd's pie. You're, you're well. like you're oh. like the mayor of Vienna. How about that? Uh, I I have no comment on the mayor of Vienna, who I happen to, who I happen oh. to know. Okay, but um, you know, I didn't any, even know any, Vienna had a mayor. <laughs> I, I was yeah, I was do. I was more just talking about how how Jeff comes on and and he Jeff's you know. more like the Chamber of Commerce. Well, He's like the head right, of the Chamber of Commerce. There you go. There you go. Maybe that's a better way I to say that. All the, I fix all the potholes and do everything else around here. So I actually don't live inside the town, but just outside. So a um, couple shout-outs from this morning. Uh, one to Kevin for getting Merrill Reese on the show. I mean, I'd listen to that guy read the phone book. That was a real get right there. Jeff, I listened and- to the game the other night because I was coming back from Army. I listened to the first half listening to Merrill and Mike Quick. And Merrill – Merrill, I believe, is almost 80. And just like Johnny Holiday, they still have it. Their voice is still there. Their inflection is still there. It's an unbelievable listen, listening to him and Mike Quick and, of course, uh, you know, Howard Eskin down on the sideline. But, I mean, Merrill yeah. still has it. And I heard an interview with him a couple of weeks ago, and he every word that comes out of his mouth, and this is, you know, something I talk about all the time, you know, Joe Miller and I, when we do our Navy games, we care about everything that comes out of our mouth. And Merrill said the same thing. He goes, it is in, so important to him. Every broadcast, every play, 
is so important to him and getting it right is so important to him. It was just cool as heck to listen to him and Mike Quick for a, a substantial period. I mean, we hear highlights and stuff on highlight tapes and everything, but just to be able to listen to them long form, uh, it, it really is kind of an anomaly of what NFL broadcasts have become. And it's still professional as hell and well done uh, with Merrill Reese and Mike Quick. Yeah, just a great gift for Kevin. And point two is I'm sure everybody listening's remember everybody listening remembers where they were three years ago on a Sunday morning at yeah. about twelve thirty in the morning when the news started breaking over the TV that a helicopter had crashed into a hillside in Southern California. Yeah. So we were, we were, I just mentioned that to Pete. I uh, you know I saw that this morning and you know. I can't, you know, it's hard to sometimes put, A, that that happened, and we understand tragedies, awful tragedies happen all the time, but, B, that it's already been three years. I I mean, you know, just crazy, just insane. Yeah. On your trade front, unless you're convinced that Peyton can turn Howe into a top 10 quarterback, I would never do it because I think the five-year contract on a 16th-round rookie is much more valuable than the hope of a coach turning around a franchise. The, to be successful in the NFL, look, the AP came out with their top five MVP nominees the other day. How many of them are playing on Sunday? Three. Uh, you, yeah. Three. Yeah. You need to have a top five QB and as many solid players on rookie deals right. as possible. Right. And don't, don't the commanders have three of the four defensive linemen coming off their rookie deals in sequential years here at some yes. point? Oh, oh, yeah, right now. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, yeah. th- I mean, this is Deron Payne. Then next year is Montez Sweat. And then the year after that would be Chase Young. Uh, uh, you know, right now I would look at it as, uh, like, I don't think they're going to pay Deron Payne long term. I-, I think they'll try. I don't think they'll get it done. I think he'll play on the franchise tag this year. Uh, and then the question becomes is who do they choose between Montez Sweat and Chase Young? And and right now it's not even a choice in my mind, but, you know, a lot yeah. of people feel differently. I, I, I think the rookie deal is one of the most valuable things you have. Oh, and we just have breaking news here. Nathaniel oh, Hackett, yeah. Jets offensive coordinator. Yeah, we saw, oh, that. saw that. Yeah. <laughs> That's uh, that's interesting. Thank you, Jeff. As always, appreciate yeah. you. Uh, and uh, I got to go find some of those places that Jeff was talking about. I don't often stop in Vienna on the way home, but you know what? Maybe I can get you a shepherd's pie. Maybe I can get me a pot pie, and then I can get Maddie a apple pie. How about a minced pie? A minced meat pie or fruit pie? I've never done minced meat. I don't think you want to. I, I'd agree with that. <laughs> <laughs> I'll take the coconut cream. I could get you. I could get you a. Uh, do they? Do, I wonder. I wonder if they like because there is mincemeat. I don't know what goes exactly into mincemeat. I've never had it. It looks awful. Um, I wonder if there's like. Um, have you guys ever had uh, liverwurst or brown schweiger? Oh. Have you ever had that? No. No. Have you? I, I mean, I've so. had liverwurst before, but I don't. I, I have had it. It's not as bad as it sounds. It's not. It, I mean, it, it's definitely a different taste. If you're used to like turkey, I, I wouldn't suggest getting brown schwacker. But I wonder if there's like a a crazy store out there that makes like 
you know, because people like weird stuff, like people like, you know, frog toes and 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 cow pig's tongue feet. and pig's feet oh, and all my, that. I, like people love that uh, not people love my, that my former you running know. mate at defensive tackle in high school ike riggs his parents had a country store and they had this gigantic jar of with red juice and everybody would always go in what's in there pig's feet well it was uh and it was probably uh like uh the the uh vinegar or whatever yeah, yeah, it was yeah. to to kind of marinate yep. it or or to preserve and people it or come whatever. in every day and buy them. They'd buy sell them. out of them yeah. every day. Yeah. People like I'm going to pick up Maddie mince meat. By the way, a liverwurst pie, chopped dried fruit, distilled spirits and spices, and often beef suet. Is that how so, you pronounce that? Suet, S U E T. I don't know if I've ever heard that. So wait, so this is the the minced, minced meat, meat pie. Yeah. So the minced meat. I mean, there's really not a whole lot of minced meat in there. Is there? I'm just, I'm just giving you what it says. I got to be honest. Ever since I saw Sweeney Todd, there was not a chance I was going to have. Yeah, a because uh, one of the great questions underneath says, "Why is it called mincemeat since there's no meat in it?" <laughs> well, I mean, I mean, that's the first. Yeah, that's question. the first thing that comes up to my mind. I, listen, I, I mean, I, I apple pie is awesome. Uh, blueberry pie, great. Um, Peach pie, peach cobbler, whatever, oh, pecan pie, awesome. awesome. I mean, the only thing that is terribly and criminally overrated is pumpkin pie. No. I mean, it's fine. It's okay. It's awesome. But it would be like the last thing that, Dude, you know, I would ever Shirley crave. Joyce pumpkin pie or an Amish market pumpkin pie would would have you in Shangri-La. Are you putting like whipped cream and stuff on it? Sure. You, and I'm not okay. a whipped cream. I'm not a whipped cream guy, but that I'll would, still even do it on on pumpkin pie. That would be the only way that I, I listen. Pumpkin pie is fine. It's just criminally overrated. It's not. It's not as good as a. You, you got to give me. It's not as good as an apple pie, right? I mean, an apple pie is money. A pumpkin. Good. A pumpkin pie is basically what the commanders have been for thirty years. You know, it's just kind of there. Oh, no. Yeah. Pumpkin pie, much better than what the commanders have been. You no think? way. Oh, yeah. Pumpkin is like. Pumpkin you don't think is it like just a, takes up space and annoys everybody? Like, the commanders have been like a stale lemon meringue pie. <laughs> yeah, that's what they've been a stale lemon meringue pie. If you're hungry at 1130 and you got a fork nearby, <laughs> you'll stick a fork in it and take a bite, but you're not eating a whole piece. Okay, that bite represents the nine-win season, the eight, seven, and one, the seven and nine that sneaks you into the playoffs mm-hmm. because it's eleven thirty at night. You haven't eaten since about six thirty, and you're like, I gotta have a bite of something. Mm-hmm. So you stick that fork into that lemon meringue pie still sitting on the counter that nobody covered up. Ew. So I, I can't stand when people don't cover stuff up and just leave it in out. Or in the refrigerator. It's my, just awful. My son Ryan has come through the last couple of days. Kelly had Kelly made a big pl- tray of brownies. I covered up with aluminum foil. Attaboy. Ryan has probably eaten 60% of the tray. Mm. And every daggone time, he doesn't reattach the aluminum foil. It oh, drives no. me crazy. Re- oh, no. Roberto980 gets the last word on this. He has the prototypical sports call trade offer for Sean Payton. Go ahead, Roberto. Well, Roberto wants to talk pie. Nah, right, because y'all made me hungry. But anyway, (laughs) talking about pie, I'm going to go making a gumbo and send it back, send it to to, uh, New Orleans. uh, I said, look, first first round, 
I'll give you uh, Chase Young, uh, and oh, I I throw in a Carson Wentz just for just for for for, for uh, giggles. You know what I'm saying? I mean, we're talking about Sean Payton, right? Yes. This is who we're talking about. Yeah, yeah, we're talking about Gold Lace Pie. <laughs> young, young, young fella. Yeah. I'll go home. I'll go home to you. That if we get that dude in this town. Ooh, the commander's going to be off that, that limo. Uh, the, the <laughs> They're going to be off the stale lemon meringue? The, ex, the expectations. We're talking about whole food gourmet. Yeah. Yeah. The expectations would be off the chart. Expectations would be off the chart. Whole food gourmet pie, bro. Yeah. Yeah. Well, you know, listen, I mean, uh, you know, coming from a guy who does not need another piece of pie, I, I mean, it would make our jobs a lot better. Uh, they would actually, like, you know, I don't know, probably win more than eight games a year and have that be hey, like Pete. a high. Yes, sir. Hey, Pete, it is a, it's a, 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 a Irish pub in Silver Spring. I don't know if you know about it. It's downtown Silver Spring. There's a business area there that has a awesome shepherd pie. I mean, off the charts. When I went there in 2012, man, when I went to Ireland in 2012, that's all I ate for three days because it was the only thing I knew and I recognized and I trusted. Yo, yo, I think I'm going to try to mimic one of those because uh, uh, you know, put together one. You know, I, I you know, I, I, I do a little dabble, dabble in the kitchen like 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 the group. Hey, 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 Roberto, nine eighty. Anytime you want to dabble in the kitchen and 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 dabble down here and bring us food. We're, we're more than willing. I would definitely, definitely do that, sir. All right. definitely, I know how to get I know, I know how to get in now. Right. There you go. We love you. Thank <laughs> you, Roberto. Appreciate, Appreciate you, pal. Appreciate you. I, I'll tell you where you can get a good piece of pie. I, I always, when I, when I hear the word pie, I always think of The Rock back in his WWE heydays when he would, you know, come here, mm-hmm. come here, mama. You like pie. <laughs> <laughs> Come here, little mom. <laughs> Do you like pie? <laughs> uh, but anyway, where you can get a good piece of pie at 11.30 at night or 11.30 in the morning or whatever time of the day is on a cruise. Oh, yeah. I mean, if, good Lord. If you had a cruise to go on. The problem is sometimes you might go on a cruise or book a cruise and it might turn out to be a complete show. We're going to tackle that next yes the commanders remember all the hullabaloo about a cruise they were going to have well we've got the details coming up 301-230-0980 dumb dumb of the day is 25 minutes away it also involves food all that and more coming your way next right here between now and noon on the team 980 and streaming live for free on the odyssey app Well, this time last year. This is a really good tune, by the way, despite despite oh, yeah. the, the, the start to it, which is more like... You don't, you don't like the long instrumental lead up? Nah, not generally. I mean, there's a version of Hotel California that I love the long instrumental lead up, but... Not generally this, but this is a the names. This is a kick-ass old song. Once yeah. it gets going, the names were 
Doug Williams, Dexter yeah. Manley, Gary Clark, Joe Theismann, Jordan Reed, mm-hmm. Santana Moss, amongst mm-hmm. others. Mm-hmm. The places, Costa Rica, Cozumel, and their private island of Coco Cay, where I've actually been. I've been to Coco Cay as yeah. well. Um, unfortunately, the boat is not going to leave the dock. <laughs> so, hey, so they're not going to go come sail away? No. They're um, not going to go... On a cruise with Florida Georgia Line? No, I don't uh. think so. Um, I, 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 first of all, I would love to know how many people, um, to I'd love to know how many people are actually signed up for this thing. Probably about forty-eight. Um, so according to uh, Lovey's column uh, on the Tom Lavero, it appears the crew's not going to be getting out of Ashburn at least as scheduled. The link for the cruise on the commander's website a no longer works. When he called Monday to tell them the link was no longer working and to inquire about the details of the cruise, he was told, I asked around. Unfortunately, we don't have any information at this time. There's nothing I could be able to give you. When I asked who should I call, I was told, there isn't anyone in the organization that you could call. We don't have any information at this time of what that looks like or more details or anything. So, And, and then he inquired officially yesterday. And it says in an email... Quote, out of deep concern for our fans' experience, we are in the process of canceling the fan cruise because of significant changes made by first-class cruises to the original offering, including cruise line, destinations, and dates. Our fans are priority and working to ensure that we can reward those who signed up with a great experience with our alumni to thank them for their loyalty and commitment to our team and legends. So... Apparently, this cruise line has a terrible history, uh, a lot of complaints, uh, a lot of people have just called first-class cruises. A lot of people have said that you know they felt uh, hoodwinked and suckered with their money and of all course, that. Of course, absolutely. Uh, listen, I, I don't think I, – I, this is me. I could be wrong. Maybe I'm reading the room wrong. I don't think that this is any – I don't think this is the commander's fault – the only thing that I could say is that the commanders maybe jumped at an opportunity that first class cruises offered them because apparently they're doing a deal as well with the Dolphins that hasn't been canceled as of yet, according to Nikki Javala late yesterday afternoon. But I guess the dates changed or something like that, but the cruise hasn't been canceled as of yet. But apparently this is a pretty shady company. My guess is in order for the commanders to promote it, advertise it, be affiliated with it, send their legends, what have you, all of those guys got free cruises. Right, right. sure. And on top of that, the commander's organization, I'm sure, got paid a a set of money to advertise and to build this, Mm -hmm. you know, whatever. So that so that would be the wasn't only... this thing going for like nine hundred a person maybe oh, or was I it more I don't think it was nine I I heard it was forty eight hundred a oh person oh my gosh that's what I heard I don't know if that's right, right. but I look my, my, I my... know people love their commanders yeah but no. I, I'll go I'd rather go spend forty eight dollars at Joe Theismann's restaurant than spend forty eight hundred dollars to go on a cruise yeah. that I could go on for four hundred bucks right now. My understanding is, you know, that like basically whatever, whatever the cruise costs, right? I, I, the commanders get a part of that and oh, and, sure. and, and all yeah. that, right? So, so this was essentially a money making marketing 
hey, cool fan event, come and hang out with Doug, come and hang out with Santana, come and hang out with Jordan Reed, what have you, in an awesome environment. I mean, I I so badly want to go on a cruise. It's the only thing I want to do. Before, I I mean, I don't want to go... I don't want to go overseas. I don't want to do anything crazy. I don't want to go to, like, I don't know, Seattle, North Dakota, Idaho. I don't want to go to the Boise Potato Idaho Bowl. I want to go on a cruise again. It's been 22 years since I've been on a cruise. I want to go on a cruise. But, listen, I can't kill the commanders here because it looks like this company is a shady company. I'll just say that. It looks like. That being said, here's what you have to ask and what you have to wonder is, Pete, how much money were they given to to do this deal? And did they do any of the diligence that well, that's exactly you should right. have done? That, that I mean, that's the question that you have to ask. Yep. And, and if that's the case, I can't say they are of no fault. I can't say Here, that here's they how you do this better. are to blame. Though. Here's how you do this better. Um, a, if you want to do this, because my wife been a travel agent for years. Okay, I've watched her do this with and have cruises with like three hundred people on them um, in our group. A, you go to a long time uh, travel agency that knows how to do this. Literally with a snap of their fingers, everything is done for you. You don't get in bed with this fly by night organization who you know. Clearly, I mean, look, their last one, they tried to put one together with the Eagles. That, of course, is Tommy. Tommy put the column, got shanghaied by COVID. So you don't know if that company lost money as a result of that because mm-hmm. um, there's some stuff that's non-refundable when yep. you go put together these ventures if you don't do it right. But you either go directly to the cruise line, of which there are 67,000 of these cruise lines right now that would love to have you in your business. Okay? So... Either somebody in their marketing department, just go, let's work directly with the cruise line and do this. Or there's probably a reputable uh, marketing agency that does travel agency stuff probably within 10 minutes of uh, Commander Park or whatever the hell they call it out mm-hmm. there now. And and you put this together the right way for your customers. And then you avoid, whether you had any you know, part of it or not, this now reflects on you and you suffer more yes. embarrassment as an organization. Correct. Because this thing has now fallen apart. Correct. Because the like Eagles this. had to get involved in the refund process. Yes. And even issued a statement, I guess, to Tommy in the uh, in the Washington Times. Um, you know, Bob Lang, senior vice president of communication, said both the Eagles and FCC first class cruises worked together to make sure all the customers were refunded their money. $59,000 worth of refunds after the cruise was Shanghai, as Tommy wrote. Uh, and after... They couldn't get their refunds back, and a Philadelphia TV station had to jump in uh, and put pressure. So here's the bottom line. Again, I can't kill the commanders here, but the commanders seem to, and and let me know if you think this is unfair. It seems like everything the commanders try and do, fair or foul, Mm -hmm. right or wrong, Mm -hmm. seems to turn out into be a gigantic. Organic debacle. Whenever they get involved in stuff like this, the Sean Taylor stuff, you know, off the field, marketing shield, this, that, it, 
like they had Anheuser-Busch pull out of a sponsor. I, it just seems like everything they do turns to rubbish. And just like, I, just I, like I the games on the field. It's a results-oriented business. And at, when the results are mainly, you know, come up bogus for you, you know, that's where that's where the people inside got to start looking in the mirror and mm-hmm. saying, why are all these things failing? Why are we failing at all of these things? It's just like Ron on the field. If players aren't performing or the unit's not performing, Ron and his coaches have to look at themselves and go, why are we not performing? Well, Jason and the people inside have to start doing the same thing. Why do we continue to come up short in, in opportunities like this? Why would we do business with an unproven, uh, you know, cruise line or you know travel agency like this when we're trying to do something nice for our fans we want people to have a great experience when they have a great experience they're like hey things are turning around the commanders mm-hmm. did a really good job putting this together it was nice to yeah, hobnob with yeah. doug williams and joe theisman and other alums on the boat well guess what they're not going on the boat now yeah you know do you think this was if you if you had to guess like maybe they got i don't know $500,000 to do this marketing campaign or whatever, and I have no idea. If you had to guess, do you think they did a thorough evaluation of first-class cruises to make sure that that this was savory and that this company had, you know, better business bureau rankings and, and, and you know, and good well, reviews I mean, look, and all that? Hard, or do you think it, they just it, took it, the money? It's hard to know that because – a company that hadn't been around very long right. probably doesn't have a whole lot there. No, that's that's you know? that's fair, but no, new, I mean there, a lot they, of new there businesses, had been some history. Yeah, a lot of new businesses don't exactly have, you know, 55 Yelp ratings going, yeah, this is a great place, that's you know. That's fine. But but again, with and again, I speak from experience on this cuz I've watched my wife literally do this uh out of our own home ironically enough. Um there are there are a, a hundred companies like this that are reputable that know this like the back of their hand and would have this wrapped up in 30 minutes for you with a great cruise going forward and and be able to pull this off with no problems. You just have to you have to do business with people that want to be first class. Let me ask you this. I I hear what you're saying. I understand what you're saying. If you're the commanders and you said, well, wait Maybe a second. Maybe the commanders got hoodwinked by that group who would say, yeah, we'll give you 30% of 40. Think about it. If you get at 4,800 a clip, roughly, as you said. That, that, that's what I remember reading. Okay. I, I'm not 100% somewhere around, sure on that. Even if it's 3,000 a clip. Mm-hmm. Okay. If and you get 25% or whatever yeah. of that. Well, well, that's pretty, what I'm saying. They probably got an upfront fee, and they probably get a percentage, whatever the percentage we'll is. We'll give you 25% Absolute. of how many people, you know, whatever the receipts are for people that sign up for this cruise. Right, but let me ask you this, just as a final caveat to this, because, mm-hmm. you know, Ben Conti says I have 32 caveats to every answer or question. That's a true statement. <clears throat> Here's caveat 39, Conti. Zip it! I love you. But... If if they went to a travel agency, or even just a travel agent, private, public, whatever the case might be, don't they have to then pay that? Like they they have to pay like a percentage of of whatever money they're making or whatever. For, if yeah, you, but it's relatively, if you contract, Chris, it's, it's relatively small. I mean, you're talking about if you're charging forty eight hundred bucks. Mm-hmm. And you get 300 people on that cruise mm-hmm. that pay 4800 bucks. Mm-hmm. It's like $1.4 million. So right. Everybody, what, what makes, would you everybody have to, makes money. But what would you have to, what would you guess based on your wife's experience? What would you guess that they might have to pay out of that 
Say they say they brought in one. Just to your point, say they brought in a a raw one point five million dollars. Just for argument's sake, mm-hmm. what would you guess they would have to give up out of that money? A couple hundred thousand to a travel agent or travel agency, or is it fifty thousand? Any idea? I mean, I would say it's probably five to ten percent. Okay, minimum. So you know, maybe you're 100... talking about. You're, I mean, three hundred people is a lot of, yeah. you know people to get booked on the ship and yeah. and then you know you're talking about all the you know excursions right. all that other stuff that Maybe they have a hundred thousand hundred and fifty yeah, thousand I mean, out there, of say one there's 1. a 5 solid million. commission that goes to the people okay. that book it but either way either way you're you're still talking about coming away what you're doing that for i mean remember there's really no out-of-pocket cost to the commanders you're doing no. it you're doing it as a Marketing move, yes. to, so your fans go, "Hey, I had a great experience." Correct. You're doing this to make money, yes. But I, I had a great experience right. with the Commanders. Then those people that go on that cruise have a great time. Whenever you have alumni functions at the stadium, they're always going to show up there. They're always going. They some. You're think about it. If you have 300 people that show up on this thing, even if you get 10 to 15 new season ticket holders out of this because they're enthused, they talk to the alums, and they have a great time. Because remember, people that are going to spend $4,800, they have disposable income. Okay, You don't spend $4,800 per person on a cruise if you don't have disposable income. So those are the people that do have the money to buy season tickets. So if you get 10 to 15, 20 of those people to get enthused after being there with the alumni, have a great time, and they buy season tickets, again, this becomes worth it for the team to be involved in something like this because there can be positives that come out of it. So that's why you do all of this uh, type stuff. But unfortunately, this now falls in a long line of things where the business side uh, has underperformed and underwhelmed, okay? They're like a first-round pick right now that's played like a fifth-round pick, you know? I mean, they're, they're like Tony Mandarich right now. You know, guy picked in the top five, supposed to be a great player, hasn't performed right now. So fair. you need more. You need I, more. Um, I, and I, I mean, you can't have – listen, if this was one and only one thing, people would be able to – And again, and again, in their it. defense, in their defense, when you go to talk to someone from a business standpoint and this person on the other end promises you the world, you have to be careful. What's the one thing we always talk about? If it sounds like it's too good of a deal, it probably is. And you have to be wary of that. I'm just saying, there are you're trying to do something on this level. This is something you have to do with a far more established company and people that do this because people do the before the pandemic, people did stuff like this all the time. Different sports cruises, you had baseball teams, uh, 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 you had all kinds of these types of cruises. Hey, go on this cruise and go on that cruise and see your legends. And this this is something that's happened well before and, and plenty of times in the pandemic and plenty of companies who pull this off without a hitch. So it's getting in bed business-wise with someone that promises you the world. You don't necessarily vest them as uh, strongly, and you get burned by this, unfortunately. It, unfortunately, those words keep happening with this organization. They keep getting burned. Good show today so far. Dumb Dumb of the Day. It involves sports and it involves food. And quite frankly, I could, uh, even though I have never ordered DoorDash or any of that type of stuff before, I could see this happening to me at a sporting event. 
We'll give you the details coming up right now. The Rooster tells us what's trending. All right, yes, indeed. The Wizards with a big come from behind win last night in H-Town. Down 19, 15 at the half. Kyle Kuzma going off. Kendrick Nunn, the new guy, contributing big time as they win a fourth in a row off until Saturday night in New Orleans. If you missed our commentary to open up the show, hit the Odyssey Rewind 902 on the Odyssey app. At the Team 980. Maryland with a big pull-away win over Wisconsin in College Park last night. Right here on the Team 980. We talked about that as well. Caps hosting Pittsburgh and Sidney Crosby tonight. 705-1067 The Fan and Odyssey. Nick Backstrom back on the ice this morning uh, after missing Tuesday night's game with a non-COVID illness. TJ Oshie expected back as well. And the Commanders have requested to speak with former head coach, uh, Chargers head coach, that is Anthony Lynn, Nathaniel Hackett. As reported by Jeff in Vienna, (laughs) hired by the Jets as their new OC and the Patriots officially hiring Bill O'Brien. And that's what's trending. Welcome back. Dumb Dumb of the Day time. Burgundy and Gold today. All-star crew out of the bullpen warming up. It's Doc and Scott with Vic. Holy Toledo. You talk about an army. That's a show right there, my friend. I mean, the only one they're missing is Linnell, who is here. Yeah. And I found out the reason why. What's he doing? He's doing apparently the show opposite of us. Oh, he's doing he's hanging it with- out with b Wow. Good for him. So I th- I, we thought he was just here like six hours early for his show. God bless B. Mitch. Exactly. Carrying the young fella, the offensive lineman and the running back Yeah, on that Doc, show down there. Doc's about to kill him. So I was know, a quarterback, Doc, Doc defensive a end, and kicker. You could be the offensive <laughs> lineman. So we've got a tight end out there. Uh-huh. You know, We could figure out a position for Jackson to play. He could play, play wide receiver. Sure. Where would we play Vic, though? That's the question. Oh, uh, Vic's, Vic's a safety. Vic would be a water boy. That's yeah, what he Vic, I think Vic's a safety. As soon as a timeout, I love the water boys on NFL teams. As soon as they call a timeout, the water boys are in it. You got to be a 4 4 40 guy to be a water boy in the NFL because you got to run out yeah. there. You sprint out there, yeah. start sp- spraying water in everybody's face. Yeah. Speaking of food, uh huh. Yeah, it's that time. It's time for Dum Dum of the Day on Russell and Medhurst. Oh, yes, indeed. You may have heard that tune coming back. Well, cheeseburger in paradise. Some people believe going to a sporting event is paradise. And what do you do at a sporting event? You well, go to concession stands and pay exorbitant prices for the same food you could buy at home for five bucks. Yes, but what happens, Pedro, when technology meets dum dums? <laughs> oh, I saw this the other night too. Tell us, my friend. Uh, well, I, you see, this was your choice, so I wanted to set you up here. But everybody's probably you seen want me the to video. do it. You want me to do it? Yeah. Okay. I, I, I want you to take the baton here. All right. More than happy to yield the floor to the gentleman to my left. Last or, night, uh, whatever. Atlantic 10 basketball, yeah. Pittsburgh, Pennsylvania. Okay? Pittsburgh. Maybe this is part of the reason, okay? Uh-huh. Pittsburgh, Pennsylvania. Duquesne University. Duquesne. That's right. Kenny Duquesne. Yes. 
as a as a young spry Salisbury student when I was the program director at the game 960 in Salisbury once said Duquesne George Washington over Duquesne you said that no oh one of the kids I hired from oh. Salisbury that thought he should have my job oh because you, he had a degree and I didn't I bet you they didn't have a job any longer I worked with him I got him up to speed. The chick from Fox 5 still has an anchor job after saying Canucks and Tukit the other night. Okay? I wasn't going to fire him because he made a casual mistake. By the way, that made its way to WFAN and Boomer and Carl. Oh, it did, really? Yeah. I know it made awful announcing and everything, too. Yeah, yeah. So, anyway, ball down in the right corner. All of a sudden... You know how people sit in the front row at yeah. sporting events, yeah. and we see waiters and waitresses right. walking by with trays of drinks and everything at Capital One Arena. Right. Those you, servers, you incredibly it. professional, yes. know exactly what they're doing. Correct. They wait till there's either a timeout or the ball goes down to the other end of the court mm-hmm. to hand someone their order. Except last night. All of a sudden, here comes Mr. DoorDash. What? Yes. Mr. DoorDash onto the floor. Now, not in the center of the floor, but still, there's a guy playing man-to-man defense and a guy getting in the corner. He's getting ready to fall out of bounds. To his right, all of a sudden comes a second defender. No, it's not a guy in a Loyola Chicago uniform. It's a Big Mac. It's a Big Mac in a big bag. No. Yes. Yes, Robert. Yes, the DoorDash man walks on to the court and is like looking for someone to give this bag of McDonald's that was ordered. What is it? A $5 biggie bag? It was a $5 biggie bag. It was a big bag of Big Macs or something. Yes, sir. And he was holding like, I think a drink in the other hand and a bag of food in the other. But this is what happens, ladies and gentlemen. Okay. Fortunately, Sometimes when social media things go wrong, people die. Okay? That's happened before. When people try to, you know, do professional wrestling acts and jump off their porch and all of a sudden break their neck. Mm. Okay? Well, in this case, this was allegedly a TikTok prank that went wrong as the person walked onto the court while the game was going on. Don't be a donk. He was a donk, heist. He was a donk. Even Craig Heist would wait until there was a timeout. So they had to stop the game because the guy was in the way. If you haven't seen the video yet, I mean, Pete accurately described it. Um, I I mean, it's all over the place. Again, guy recovers a loose ball, like beyond the three-point line, and delivery driver is literally, like you said, holding a bag of food, just wandering around right next to the dude who's got the rock in his hands, and the referee, you see the referee pointing over. Get out of the way, get out of the way. Here's my question. How does Uber or DoorDash or whoever get in the arena? Well, after the game, to deliver the food, that game was in the second half. And after the second half, usually you can walk into games because the ticket people are gone because they usually don't charge anymore after the second half has started or whatever. And in some of these arenas, it's easy to walk in. And look, last night at Bucknell, you could have walked right in this back door and walked. Oh, yeah, yeah, you could do that. You get into getting in the arena is not the problem. Okay. 
Maybe but, I thought, I, hey, the scary. game is going on, big fella. Yeah, yeah. The other night, Tuesday night at Rosecroft, yeah. we had an Uber driver was looking to pick somebody up in front of the grandstand. Except he went around the back of the facility and drove onto the racetrack. Uh, oh. That's not where you're supposed to go. That should have been a stampede of minced meat. Well, yeah. Not, yes. not the horsies. I mean, a, a, if that person does it while that's going on, then we got it. Well, the race is going on. We got a problem. So, I mean, I don't know what we got to do with our delivery services, our Uber Eats, Uber drivers, whatever. Use a little common sense. If the game is going on, I can't walk there. Hey, maybe I shouldn't drive on the racetrack. That doesn't look like a road because it's not. Don't drive there. Both of those people qualify easily as our congratulations. You're Chris's dum dum of the day. I, I know we got to get out of here, but our guy tailgate Ted said uh, he comes after me. He says, "I thought we were brothers from another mother until I heard your pumpkin pie take mm-hmm. comparing a pumpkin pie to the Commanders. It's an insult to my second favorite pie. His first choice being pecan." And uh, a couple and- of other guys chimed in. Steve, Captain Carnivore, <laughs> said uh, he he likes uh, pecan as, as he uh, a pecan pie as he uh, uh, labels it. Not pecan, pecan, pecan. Maddie researched it. Commission domestically to a travel agent uh, somewhere between zero and five percent. International stuff ten to twenty two percent. Ooh, okay. Yeah, but either way, one point five million. Yeah. 10 10 percent's 150,000. Guess who doesn't want to give up Is that, that right? money? 150,000? Yeah. yeah. Guess who doesn't want to give up that I money? I understand. I understand. Lenny the Legend says we can both go on a uh, Chris Jericho wrestling cruise. See, that's what I'm talking about. It's right up my alley. That's what I'm talking about. Woo! People know how to do this and do it right. Yeah. That'll do it for us. Doc Scott, it's the legendary team Burgundy and Gold today right here on the Team 980 streaming live for free on the Odyssey app.